Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. We'll be here till 6.30 tonight. And then at 6.30, we'll throw it to the Community Coffee Saints Radio Network. It'll be the Saints Coaches Show with Mike Hoss, host. And his guest tonight will be Saints head coach Dennis Allen and Saints co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen. And I don't know what Ryan told him before the game, but, man, you'd want that defensive line to continue to play like they did yesterday. Well, Bob, about, I, I thought time. they, they, uh, they know, won up front. Yeah. And this is the defense we've talked about uh, from last year. This is how they were going to win with defense. We had just seen bits and pieces of it. But yesterday, they pieced it together, got a lot of pressure, stopped Josh Jacobs. That was the big part of it. And, man, once you can tee off and go after Derek Carr, think about it. Devontae Adams, one catch. Hunter Renfro, one catch. Everything else basically was sort of check downs to, to Foster Morrow and uh, – uh, hit, hit a few down the line to the, that third-string receiver. But, Bob, uh, yesterday was a dominating defensive performance, and this was something that I think we were all waiting to see. It just happened much later than we thought. Yeah, uh, the season's basically half over, but uh, this is the thought, uh, the, the kind of the game uh, we were all thinking that was going to come about uh, from week one going forward uh, because that's the way we built. Uh, you know, uh, DeMario Davis, Cam Jordan, no, uh, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to pack a lunch against the Ravens. We're gonna have to be again outstanding uh, defensively uh, come Monday night next week. But uh, this was something that you draw up and you hopefully you go to bed on that Saturday night. And, and this is the good dreams you have as a Saints player because we were so dominant in so many areas uh, that that it, it wasn't it wasn't just a win. It was domination. Whenever you shut out a team in this day and age, twenty-four to zero. Now, Will Lutz would have made that field goal have been 27-0. You know, that would have matched when we played the Raiders on Monday night in 1991. We beat them 27 to nothing. And when you're feeling like that, when you shut out a team, and especially even today, I mean, it's... The speaks, way the rules are set it up. It speaks volumes, yeah. If you look at it, we had a season-high four sacks. Like you said, we held Raiders star receiver Devontae Adams to one catch, what, for three yards? That's he it. might as well have had zero yards. That, that's nothing. Moreover, if you think about this, think how well we tackled yesterday. They tried to run a jet sweep with Devontae Adams. <laughs> it was like championship wrestling move. Did you see the Davenport just body slam him? He caught him like a little boy. You ain't going nowhere and just snatched him. Well, we expect that from Davenport. Look at Peyton Turner, his competition. Uh, he finally uh, plays. I mean, uh, what can you say? He had two sacks, two quarterback hurries, two tackles for a loss. All of a sudden, the guys that they invested in the future, considering your first-round draft pick, they were all stepping up. On offense, uh, the Saints, 
Did not commit a turnover. Let's clap for that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no turnover. No turnover for only the second time this season. Uh, there, and then, then you look at, okay, are we disciplined, undisciplined? Well, uh, we only had 27 penalty yards. Nowhere near 100 yards. 27 penalty yards. That was the lowest of the season. Uh, now look, Andy Dalton. To, to show you the stability of Andy Dalton, he completed 73% of his passes, 22 of 30, 229 yards, a couple of touchdowns, a quarterback rating of 117. That was the highest of his season. That's what we need. We need that kind of play from the quarterback position, and he has enough common sense to utilize Alvin Kamara. How about, uh, let's get the ball to Alvin Kamara. Targeting him 10 times, nine receptions right at basically 100 yards. He had 158 total yards from scrimmage. I always say Alvin Kamara got to have about a 125 to 130 where he was able to get 158 uh, total yards from scrimmage. Uh, to show you how embarrassing it was for the Raiders, uh, the, the, you know, it wasn't just Halloween. The Raiders fans dressed like that all the time. <laughs> they had to be so embarrassed to be dressed in that silver and black. It's like they probably wanted to burn their, uh, their regular uh, regiment or costume. Uh, no, it, it was humiliating for them. The Raiders failed to record a single quarterback hit in the game, much less a sack. In other words, they didn't have no quarterback hurries, quarterback hits on Andy Dalton, and they didn't uh, uh, sack him. And uh, it's just unbelievable. And uh, Dennis Allen said this, and Sean Payton has said this. This is true as a player when you're playing in the National Football League. That, uh, and, and, he, and he credited Sean Payton for this. That confidence is born from demonstrated ability. So let's say you have the ability and you go out and do it. Well, hell yeah, you're going to be confident because you know you can do it. Well, that's what we did yesterday. Look, and, and it's not like we were doing this against the Texans. Or, or you know, oh, we, we should have. No, the Raiders came into the game with the number three scoring offense. And they scored zero points. They didn't cross midfield until late in the fourth quarter, like with two minutes left. I mean, it, it, was, it was almost too good to be true how dominant that performance was. I mean, it's not like, oh, the Saints were lucky this and that. No, the Raiders were lucky that the game was even that close. <laughs> yeah. Bob, the thing, when you go back and look at the numbers, uh, the Saints threw 31 passes yesterday. Okay, Andy threw 30. And Taysom threw one. Yep. And they rushed the football 32 times. No, so that's if you talk about balance, that, that, that's what you're looking for. And the ability to control the tempo. Spoke about it before the game uh, to Steve and Jeff and also to you and Christian. you got to control the tempo against the Raiders. Because if you let them get hot, man, they got enough weapons. They can burn you with Adams and Jacobs well, well, and Renfro. But it didn't happen yesterday. You controlled the tempo of that well, football and game. And I think it all started uh, uh, from the get-go. Uh, we forced the three and out. You know, we forced the three and out. So I said, oh, that's, that's the kind of play we have to have defensively. Like I said, uh, Kamara, 158 total yards from scrimmage. You look at Taysom Hill, uh, his running ability. Again, he averaged 6.1 yards a carry. And then he threw a pass. Uh, he caught a pass. He ended up having 74 total yards, which that's what you want out of Taysom. Then the fans were always saying, well, Rashid Shaheed touched the ball twice. And he had two touchdowns. Well, you know what? He had five touches yesterday yeah. for 53 total yards. So, you know, you look at him as a, as a pump returner. And then you, you a look, ball in heavy. 
Yeah, yeah. You give it to him. So giving him five touches. I, I think Pete Carmichael was outstanding. Yeah, he did a good job, yes. The, really the only did. one, you really know, did. we nitpicked. The only one, because it could, could come down to whether you win or lose a game. I'm not saying Will Lutz is in a slump, but it's not the Will Lutz that we're counting on. We didn't miss that short field goal. Now, let me tell you why. You look at Will Lutz. Will Lutz uh, missed uh, what, his, his fifth field goal attempt and 17 tries this season, and that was his second from inside the 40. We expect him to be automatic. Look what happened with the Carolina kicker, how that caused them against Atlanta. And they're uh, I, I mean, come on, we all could be in first place. But you look right now, uh, Lutz is like 70 and a half percent, uh, uh, you know, 70.5, 70 and a half conversion percentage this season. And he's been it, in 87 before. Wait, and Mike, and it ranks near the bottom of the league <laughs> yeah. right now. That's the lowest of his career. Now, he entered the game with 85 and a half percent, uh, career conversion percentage. So that's what we need to get him back to that because it could come down to like the Ravens on Monday night. Lutz makes the kick, we win. I know one thing. That and, other and, dude, and he, don't make he, it. he don't miss many. Yeah, Justin Tucker. <laughs> he don't miss many. Yeah, so if, I, if we have a chance, we've got to have a game-winning kick. We need to count on Lutz, and he needs to come through. Uh, we'll take a break and then come back. And you would figure Roquan Smith gets traded. You heard Charlie Long talk about it. And who he gets traded to? To the Ravens. To the Baltimore Ravens, and the Saints play on Monday night. No, Roquan Smith is a star player in this league. But he's in the final year of that contract. They only had to give up a second and a fifth round pick he, he might for be, Roquan. That's he, a steal he, if they can he, sign him long He's in the conversation term. as the best player in the whole NFL at his position. You know, the Bears suck, but he didn't suck. Roquan Smith. No, no, I, he, he didn't. This is as significant on the defensive side as Christian McCaffrey going, going to, to San the, Francisco. Going to the 49ers. I, I agree with you. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back here on the second guest show, Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bob, oh, great game by Alvin Kamara, and boy, the matchup yesterday was a nightmare for the Ravens. Well, uh, listen, that's why you have to know uh, a lot of times the fans want to see, oh, uh, we didn't throw enough bombs. What are you talking about? It's about being efficient. Uh, and you say, well, Andy Dalton, maybe he can't throw those bombs like Jameis Winston. That touchdown he threw to Rashid Shaheed against the Cardinals. Wasn't that about as good as it gets of any quarterback right now in the NFL? So, no, you got to pick and choose. It's not like uh, – that's why I always say with Jameis Winston, maybe you can have more of those splash chunk plays, but then you'd be more down. Because I don't think Jameis – now, if he wants to mature as a quarterback, he needs to learn to utilize his backs and the underneath throws. And then you count on the yards after the catch. If you look at what occurred yesterday, uh, up until the fourth uh, quarter, Mike, it was like Kamara had more total offense than the entire Raiders team. Now, now think about that. Okay, uh, now how the game was unfolding, how we dominated, Kamara had more yards than the total Raiders offense. And this is with uh, Jacobs, 
Josh Jacobs. Oh, look. Devontae uh, Adams, Devontae, who you could uh, say uh, and, and maybe is the best receiver in the NFL. Josh Jacobs was averaging over 100 yards a game. So you have to look at that amongst over the, the last best. three games, and, 144. Yes, and Alvin Kamara had beat the whole Raiders offense to show you how humiliating it was for Las Vegas. They were shut out for the first time, and, and it's nearly about eight years. 183 uh, net offensive yards. Now, look at the NFL. Do you know what we did defensively? That was the lowest single-game output by an NFL team this season. What the Raiders did yesterday. Fortunately, uh, they got that drive at the end. Y- yes, it had been even worse. worse. It had been even worse, exactly. Uh, we talked about the trade, and you would figure. Uh, Roquan Smith goes to the team that you play in Monday night. You can bet your bottom dollar. It's that old Ricky Jackson line that, you know, uh, oh, he's pra- playing. They pra- get practicing is for the unskilled. Yeah. Roquan Smith is skilled. He leads the NFL in tackles today. And if you go back over the last five years, only one person in the NFL has got more tackles than Roquan Smith. Who is that, Mike? Bobby Wagner. Oh, Bobby Wagner. And, and, and I would say the upside right now, Roquan Smith. Look how, has, look how has young sur- he is. Has surpassed Wagner. As a player and but, because but, of his youth. And, and now, Mike, you look at Wagner. Uh, that's one reason, you know, you, you, you get rid of a player a year too soon than a, a year too late. And uh, Wagner, you know, all of a sudden, Pete Carroll has a lot of wisdom on defense. He let him go, and then he showed up at, with the Rams. But, again, no, Roquan Smith, he's the new, uh, like, young stud that would start for every team. Mike, there's not an NFL team he would not start for. Not only start, star for. Yeah, he would start. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be <laughs> he's like not, a superstar. He's just not a starter. Yeah, he'd he's be a, a star a, player a superstar. In, this, yeah. in this league. And the fact that he played that well. And he was upset that they didn't trade him. But you know what? He put all that aside. He went on the field, and he's going to try to earn his money. Now, no, if the, the Ravens – The Ravens are going to pay him. You know why the Ravens are going to pay him? They'd be crazy not to. Because how the Ravens has been structured ever since they left Cleveland and went to Baltimore, they've been – and they want to get back to that where their defense is dominant. Think of Ray Lewis days. Mike, that's the only defense was that year, 2000. When the Ravens with Trent Dilfer at quarterback, they won the Super Bowl that you could compare to with like the a, 85, a, 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 86 a, Bears. Bears or like a Dome Patrol type defense. Well, they look at that and Roquan Smith and Coach Harbaugh, you got to give him and the whole organization. Ozzie Smith was always good about that. Ozzie's one of the best. Yeah, when he ran the Ravens. So they know, even though they got Lamar Jackson and all that, the Ravens, I think with their history and their tradition, they can never have a weak defense. I think if you're a truly Ravens fan, that would be unacceptable. But this year, they look right. rather average. Exactly. So, they so try, they're trying you to go get, get a stud so like they, Roquan. They're trying to get back to where they're not average. And you can bet your bottom dollar he's going to play Monday night against the Saints. And he is one of the better players in the National Football League, especially on the defensive side of the football. You, can make it, you get a top six or seven, he's in that number. That's how. And, and, and you know, Mike, they didn't give up that much for him. I mean, what? A second and a five? You stole him. Uh, that, that's, that's petty larceny, uh, uh, what yeah. they did. Now, again, you got to sign him long term. Yeah. yeah that, that's and, and Mike, off the top of my head, without even uh, looking at my notes, if I can recall, I think he's only like 27. It's not like he's 32, 33. Look, we love Demario Davis. But he's like, uh, I think we talked about this in August during training camp. He's like six or seven years younger, younger than DeMar. De- De- when he first came out, he wanted yeah. to get traded. Yeah, it was like, man, bring him here. Bring him. <laughs> we didn't know how Pete Werner was going to work out because he had the hip flex and all that. Pete Werner has been a stud for the Saints. Pete Werner's really played well. Tackling machine. And uh, also, too, yesterday, Paulson Adebo 
and Alante Taylor. Awesome. Both those guys really, really had a strong game along with the defensive line. We'll be back with more second guests, and we'll open up our talking text line right after this break here on the Big 870. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on the second guest show, Mike, to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Before we went to break, Bobby brought up Roquan Smith. No, he's not 27. He's 25 years old. Just think of that. You get a 25-year-old stud player in the lineup for the Ravens, and he made 25 in April. So, so he's young. He's a young guy, and he's got a lot more years left in the tank, um, Yeah, barring an injury. We're going to go to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Big John in Mid-City. Big John, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen, and hail to the mighty three and five Saints. There you go, brother. Uh, probably one of the best three and five teams in the entire NFL after <laughs> after yesterday. It's a group of them. Now, well, look, there's a yeah, there are a whole lot of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to thank the Saints first on behalf of my my beloved mother, who who just had surgery last Friday. For for her, Saints games consist of her getting up and running out of the room because she can't stand the strain and stress of watching. Uh, and then she comes running back in to see what happens. But she's home and in recoveries, and she's not able to just get up and run out of the room. So the Saints must have known the issue and proceeded to take control of the game early and make it so that she could uh, sit in relative ease in a, in a moment of zen on the on the tel- on the sofa yesterday. So thank you. But you know, guys, we've been we've been waiting and waiting for the Saints to show up the way a volcanologist waits for a dormant volcano to finally erupt. Good and, and point. perhaps the talk by <laughs> Alvin Kamara signified those first rumblings. But whatever the reason was, yesterday was truly a refreshing case of just a complete, utter shutdown by the Saints. And it was also a refreshing case on the other side of the ball to hear y'all's advice finally get uh, listened to by letting Alvin Kamara get the ball, letting Alvin Kamara get the ball, and then after that letting Alvin Kamara get the ball a little more. Yeah. Uh, it ain't heavy. Well, I mean, it, 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 I know. And, he, and you said it yesterday, Bobby. He is not a finesse runner. He is a physical no. back. He's he 215 fist. pounds. He will put his head down and run right into it. And I got no problem with that. Now, look, before I start singing McFadden and Whiteheads, ain't no stopping us now. Let's remember that this team is still 3-5. and five, And you know, we're behind a Falcons team who did everything they could to give away the game yesterday like they did in the Super Bowl. And they were only saved because the Carolina kicker wanted to give the game away even more than right. that. 
<laughs> you know, and, and tough locker room speeches go only so far. And we know from past seasons that, you know, just getting back to 500 after a poor start takes a great deal of energy. And, and I think the Ravens are a far cry better than the Raiders, especially now with Roquan Smith coming in. So, you know, I really hope Alante Taylor, Paulson, Adebo are ready for another tough test because they really answered the bell. And I hope that Peyton Turner, you know, our long dormant number one draft pick from a couple of years back, uh, is also not a, just a sudden emergence uh, or a sudden flash in the old pan. So this was a good weekend, a really good weekend. But but the meat of the schedule is ahead of us. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, next weekend and Monday night, Saturday night, Monday night. is going to yeah, be for better, football. right? Well, 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 for better. And, yeah. and the thing is, uh, you know why? If we don't win Monday night, then everybody says, oh, here we go again. No, you got to build upon what you did against the Raiders. Consistency. And have, and have a significant win against the Ravens. Uh, I think that would be a big win. I, I just think we, the Steelers are not the Steelers of old. We're better than the Steelers. You look where the Rams and all are at. I mean, over the next five games, it might take, can you go like four and one? And then, you know, we're going to have to win the NFC South. And you look, we're going to have a Tampa Bay uh, game that's going to be on a Monday night. Uh, look where they're at right now. And then you got to beat Atlanta and Carolina at home. So we could be four and two in the NFC South, which would be impressive. But uh, first things first, uh, we cannot afford because we didn't get off to a great start. Uh, and we talked about the media schedule, but the media schedule right now, the Rams aren't the Rams, what you thought, or, 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 or you look at even like the traditional Steelers. So the games are winnable, but you got to show up. And the Ravens have somewhat been up and down. That's why they even went out and get like a Roquan Smith. But Big John, I agree with you. But when you look at, uh, I think this is a good sample size, and, and now he has to be healthy, and that P. Carmichael, and it's not just running the football. It, 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 it's, um, you know, what he does in the passing game as far as his targets and all that. He had 27 touches. He had 18 carries, 9 receptions. And I think Andy Dalton knows that that's about right. If you utilize Alvin Kamara that way, and then like I said, he had 158 total yards, I think he could still be highly successful at 125 to 130. If the, uh, you had Michael Thomas yes, and Landry. Yes, it, it, exactly. But it's not like, oh, we're just going to run Alvin Kamara in the ground. We're just going to run Taysom Hill in the ground. No, we need them better to roll come middle, late no, uh, December. Now, hopefully you in the thick of things. But it's like, oh, no, we got to win now. But we're still like in a marathon because uh, half the season, that that's a long time. It's not like uh, we're in the postseason. We got to win now. So uh, then you, you just throw everything to the win, Mike. It doesn't matter. We want Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara involved in all the plays. That's why you still got to pick and choose the amount of touches so they are healthy, hopefully, and available in the back end of the season. Two key things, Big John. Got to get healthy, and you got to be a consistent team. You can't ride this roller coaster. And so this, this was a big win. You get it under you, but you move on. Got to turn the page. Man, the Ravens don't care about what you did against the Raiders. You got to show up and bring it again Monday night. And, it's and, about and, consistency. And the Ravens are confident right now. Look how they humbled Tampa Bay. And they, uh, and you know, they weren't that Thursday a good, night football. They weren't a good fourth quarter team, but they played pretty well in the fourth quarter against the Bucks. Right, right to close Man, it out. Man, yeah. they closed it out really well. Big John, hold on where you're at. I know you got something else to add. 
uh, that that's important. So hold on to where you're at. We're going to go to break, and we'll come right back and finish it off here in our number one of the second guest show. Finishing up here, our number one of the second guest show. We can go back to Big John. Big John, you have a special event next week that you want to talk about for the veterans. And so uh, I'm going to hand it to you, brother. Thank you very much, guys. I do appreciate it. Uh, we are going to be putting on this coming Saturday the 6th Annual Veterans Day Parade. We're calling it now the New Orleans Veterans Day Parade. It's going to be Saturday, November the 5th, and it's going to start at the Knights of Columbus Hall on Vicksburg Street in New Orleans in the Harrison Avenue section. We are inviting all veterans and families of those who served to come off with us. We already have two American Legion posts, the VFW posts, we even have some World War II veterans from the Southeast Louisiana Veterans Home and Reserve that are marching with us. We're also going to have plenty of scouts, and all scouts are welcome to come and march. We have antique and sports cars. We have marching groups from Brother Martin High School and from the New Orleans Military and uh, Maritime Academy. And our Grand Marshal this year is named Matt Cole. Matt Cole is a United States Marine, and he's a recipient of the Purple Heart in Iraq, and he hasn't allowed the fact that he's confined to a wheelchair, confined his efforts. He's one of the leading veterans in the area taking care of other veterans. So we think it's going to be a great time. It's really uh, a special event. It's going to be a lot of good weather. And the best part is we start at 11 o'clock in the morning. The parade's not going to be that long. You'll have plenty of time to get home after the parade, sit down, watch LSU stomp all over Alabama, but also pay, pay respect and, and give honor to those who have made it possible that we can live in this society and we can go to games like LSU, Alabama, and the Saints, Ravens, and live in a land that is, uh, you know, with freedom and great opportunity that we have because of their sacrifice. Big John, first of all, thank you, because I know you're one of the guys that really kind of started this off. What is five years now? Six years, right? Uh, six yeah, years? It's, a, it's the sixth parade, sixth year okay. of the parade. We took two years off because okay. of, you know, that little but COVID uh, situation. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. But, but thank uh, you for, for what you what you do to, to put that on. And uh, I know, you know, my dad was a veteran. And he enjoyed mixing with the other veterans of, of different wars and, and that sort of thing. And some camaraderie there. And also appreciation. Because – some of them got a lot more appreciation than others for serving. And I think he really enjoyed that. And uh, he used to say that a lot before What was he your dad him. in the Korean War, Mike? He was World War II and Korea. Oh, okay, both of them. Yeah, and so um, I, I know how much he really enjoyed that aspect of it. And so we thank you, Big John, for, for being a catalyst with that. It's my pleasure to labor love, guys. And, and, and thank you for allowing me a, a couple of minutes of the air time to to take that. Thank you, Big John. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much for the call. Bob, before we finish it off, Auburn today did the inevitable. Brian Harson's out, and now the coaching search is on uh, at Auburn for our new head coach. My understanding is they got a, a pretty thick bankroll that they're going to they're gonna try to land a big fish. Oh, they need to go get Lane Kiffin out of Ole Miss. This has happened before. Ole Miss has lost a, a coach to Auburn. Remember Tommy uh, Tuberville? Tommy Tuberville went to uh, Auburn and left Ole Miss. Uh, <laughs> that, that's what I think. Uh, and then I'd say yeah, the guy right behind him would be Dion. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Dion, he's in the conversation. I, I think he might be in the conversation, but I think they have centered in. 
that they would like Lane to Kiffin. Lane Kiffin to land there. One thing with Lane, he's entertaining, isn't he? Yep. Man, after the game, he, man, he, poked the, he, he poked Jimbo pretty good. We'll be back with more Second Guess. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 